Welcome to the Money Answer Show with host Jordan Goodman. Whether you are starting out, deep into your retirement, or somewhere in between, the Money Answer Show has the know-how to help you. Now here's your host, Jordan Goodman. Welcome to the Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Belinda Rosenblum. She is known as the Chief Money Motivator. She's a wealth expert, a CPA, and her website is ownyourmoney.com backslash money answers. Welcome to the show, Belinda. Thank you so much, Jordan. I'm so excited to be here. So you have a long story to tell us, but give us the brief version of your history and how you came (laughs) to become the chief money motivator in the universe. (laughs) Wow. Well, thank you. That's that's quite an honor. Um, So, yeah, I, I guess in terms of my story, it's interesting because I feel like a lot of times people have these ideas of us as experts in this field that we must have had it all together forever. Like we were born understanding money and thus we can help other people now. But my reality is a little bit different than that for sure. And so essentially, um, my father had a stroke when I was 21. I had just graduated college and just passed this, just took the CPA exam, which I ended up passing. And within a week, he ended up having a stroke. It was very um, sudden. And I became family CFO at 21. Like I barely knew how to find my own bank account online back then. And so it was kind of a rude awakening, but I was the only one to really take care of our finances. And so what we ended up doing was band-aiding, what I ended up doing was band-aiding things together enough, refocused back on my career. I was working for one of the big accounting firms. And then by 28, things just really came to a head. It was like every time I would come home from a business trip, I would just pick up more mail in the mailbox and throw it on like any spare table, basket, desk that I could find because I barely had any time. I don't know if you, you know, kind of remember those days when you're on the road traveling a lot and working a ton and I wasn't prioritizing my mail. There are probably a lot of people who are quite successful in their lives, but they just aren't making the time to handle their money. And that was totally me. And so one day my sister very innocuously just asked me, you know, how are things going? Like, do you have it all handled? And I just couldn't continue living a lie, really. Because in yeah. so much of my life, I made like, oh, yeah, I'm good. No problem. I'm fine. But the reality was that everything was just piling up at home. So I got home from my uh, that current trip and I did one of the scariest things, which <laughs> was that I accumulated everything in one place. So now, and she was right, by the way. I mean, I did have a lot going on. It was eight bank accounts, four credit cards, two properties. I mean, you could have added a partridge in a pear tree and then it would have been complete. (laughs) It was just a lot. And so I accumulated everything together on my dining room table, which is quite scary for those that have piles. They know what I'm talking about. And I tried to sit down at the table to just face it. And literally within 10 seconds, I, I was in a panic attack and standing up and pacing around my living room and, and really wondering like, how did I get myself into this? You know, what if they find out at work? What if my dad finds out? Could they kick him out of the nursing home? You know, we go into this downward spiral in our heads and that's totally where I was in the moment. And I just, I just stopped myself. Because things were disorganized or bills weren't being paid or what was the cause of the panic? Yeah. Yeah. It was that, that I wasn't, I had been avoiding the reality of our situation, which was all of these bills and mail that were accumulating. I wasn't making the time to pay them and figure out these eight bank accounts and where everything needed to go. Because it was like my dad had social security money, so certain things had to be paid out of that. He had money he was getting from his pension. You know, so it was just like there were so many different buckets, so many different things to handle, and I was having enough trouble 
just managing work and building my career. So the overwhelm just kept building, and I felt very owned by my mess, by my money and my bills. And so I just stopped in that moment, though, and I, I think of it all a little like divine intervention or like my come to Jesus moment, which is kind of funny because I'm Jewish and from New York. <laughs> but, come to Moses moment, I guess. There yeah. you go. I'll take that. Um, and um, and so I just decided that, you know what, like it's up to me to do what I do in other areas of my life and learn how to be successful, how to face this and really own my money. And so um I phoned a friend. I was so paralyzed. She had to literally come over and help me open up the mail. And maybe you've never gotten to this point, but I'm sure there are some people listening who know what it's like when they're avoiding or they're just really busy and they're just kind of getting by and not really looking at how can we improve the situation. So I took the next six months and it took that long because the mail kept coming, you know, just because I was committed to fixing it didn't mean that it was going to stop. And so, um, I decided that I needed to work on my money management, like create a sustainable solution for the organization and getting everything paid as well as a much stronger money mindset. So I remember um, going out to lunch with my dad and my sister and being able to look them in there in the eye in a way that I couldn't when I was under the mess that was my money at the time. And so, so how did you go from this kind of mess situation to yeah. wanting to become an actual financial coach and expert? So it's interesting. For a while, I was actually hiding this story even because I felt like I still had some shame around all of it. And so that was when I was 28. And then by 33, though, I really I really created a system. I had become a self-made millionaire at 33. And then at 35, I left my corporate job. I was in corporate accounting and finance and decided that there was, there was a, a place for me to be able to help guide others in understanding money in a way that our current system was not able to do. And so I turned down three financial advising jobs and decided that I need to be this financial coach, almost like financial therapist in a lot of ways. <laughs> I think of myself kind of in between the, you know, accountant that that um, almost feels like they have the people, you know, on their couch, so to speak, um, trying to talk to them about their emotions and behaviors around money and the advisor that just doesn't understand why are you making so much money and not saving enough and really really walking that line in between to be able to have people step into a level of power and freedom with their money that they just don't know how to get to really so and that's part of what one, one of the things you have you, you you call it the big money lie that mm -hmm. people are facing what is the big money lie that you're finding amongst your clients Sure. So a lot of people feel quite broke, no matter how much money they're making, and they feel quite broken as a result. And so they they live in this lie that believes that it's a motivation problem, that they're not where they want to be with their money. And so what I have found instead is that it's actually a skills gap. So it's not that you can just motivate better or meditate harder or attract better. It's that you actually don't necessarily know what to do and how to do it. So you stay stuck in this gap between where you are and where you want to be. And the bridge is learning the skills, both the mindset and the skill sets to be able to get there. And that's really the way out of the judgment and guilt and the shame that so many people find themselves in. So and I've that's what you provide is, is those skills so that you can get on top of your money is basically what you're saying, right? Absolutely. And, and really giving them a very clear roadmap of what are those skills, and we can touch on them today too, what are those skills that you need to know, in what order do you need to know them to be able to get to the goal that you want? 
So you have what you call the Money Roadmap, and this mm-hmm. is part of the Moneymakers Academy. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first part of that is mindset and earning. So one mm-hmm. of the things, the, the first step people need to be making to improve their mindset and earning power. Sure. So where I want people to start is really understanding that their mindset plays a key role in what they do or don't do with their money. And this is totally overlooked much of the time. It's like we try and stay in the practical tips. So you pick up a tip here, you pick up a tip here, you hear this from your aunt, you know, somebody tells you something at the the water cooler, but you don't really have a system to help you get there. And you don't really understand that you are likely the person the like the biggest block in your way is your beliefs about money and really your um, the story that you've been telling yourself about money. And so I touch on these four money skills. The first one is mindset and earning. And very clearly the first one's mindset because I need you to become the owner of your money in your life. And I teach a very clear, what I call the idea system to help you get there. And that's in the book too, the self-worth to net worth book. And then to really rewrite your money story. So we often have what I call our BS, which actually stands for our belief systems about money, and that they're often very unconscious and unconsciously created when we're very young. And so it's key in this first step of mindset and earning to rewrite your story to one that's much more positive, grounded in a different framing, perhaps, of what some of the key events were as you were growing up. And then once you have a stronger mindset about money and success, then we can head you to increase your income. So, really I mean, pe- people have about. grown up a certain way. They had a certain history. Mm-hmm. Are you saying to kind of override that history with another mindset that's different from the experience they've had to that point? Generally, yes. It's a little bit more complicated because I can't just say, okay, think something different to you, right? So it's, it's not just like me may expecting them to fake it till they make it. It's actually rewriting the story. And we can skip to that maybe if you want to talk about that now. But in this uh, rewrite your money story guide that I created, essentially what we do is we take an actual event. So I believe that there are key pivotal events that are happening in our lives. And these certain key pivotal events as they relate to money have created the story of how we currently live, usually in a scarcity um, framing around money. And so when you can first identify what some of those pivotal money story milestones were, and then you choose one and you look at what conclusions did you actually draw from that event, then you can look at what were the real facts of the event. And so it's only once you can do that that we can start to get a little bit of distance from that to then be able to create new conclusions from that same story. So, so it's you don't not necessarily just, need to be kind of a victim of your upbringing and your circumstances. You can overcome that, is what you're saying. Oh, absolutely. Yes, I'm. a lot of the whole concept of owning your money is to release that victim and scarcity mentality and instead literally teach you how to write that new story for yourself so that you live into a much better future, perhaps, than the past that you've been in up to this point as it comes to money. So at the website, we've been talking about ownyourmoney.com backslash money answers. They can get something called the rewrite your story guide. Is that correct? So they can right there, they can get this roadmap and the roadmap walks them through the four steps. So yeah, it's ownyourmoney.com forward slash money answers, all one word. You'll get the roadmap. And then I actually give you all as a bonus once you're there 
this Rewrite Your Money Story Guide too. Very good. We're going to take a break. This is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is Belinda Rosenblum. Uh, she is a wealth expert, a CPA, uh, the chief money motivator of the universe, and her website is ownyourmoney.com backslash money answers, where you can find out more about what she produces. We'll be back after this. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. Leadership is a vital skill set in today's competitive global economy. Being a leader is not enough. To succeed, you must optimize your performance and know how to imbue others in your organization with leadership skills. Practical, actionable leadership insights are the focus of Leadership Development News, hosted each Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, by Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler on the Voice America Business Channel. Doctors Greenberg and Nadler, who coach global leaders on how to be most effective, will share their insights and contacts. The path to leadership excellence begins here. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Belinda Rosenblum. Uh, She is a wealth expert, CPA, chief money motivator of the universe, and her website is ownyourmoney.com backslash money answers. Welcome back to the show, Belinda. Thank you so much, Jordan. You're you're enjoying this title very much there. I think you're I am, and it's just so funny because, I mean, I I think part of why I'm, I'm finding it funny is that so much of what what I'm able to bring and what I love that you're picking up on is this way for us to not make money so terrible, like so dry and boring and something to avoid and to really have it be more fun and to recognize that the more that we can step into paying attention to our money and especially in a more fun way, then the more we can um, fund our fun with our money and allow that to be the place. So we've been talking about your money roadmap. The first part we talked about was mindset and earning. The second part is tracking and spending. So what do people need to do once they've got the mindset and earning going well to track and spend their money, which it sounds like you were not doing when all the papers were piled up on the dining room table? <laughs> exactly. So what it, 
what essentially happens then is that, again, it's in this order on purpose, right? So the step one was mindset and earning. The step two is tracking and spending. So once you have your head on straight about it, which is really what I was missing, which is why partly why I share my story now that I'm able to, then you can allow yourself to earn more. Because what I will tell you, by the way, is that when you don't have your money handled, so when you're not doing these steps one and steps two, that you'll do one of two things generally. You will either self-sabotage so you don't ever allow yourself to really make the money. And I see that as, as a real risk for our business owners who are listening. Or second, what happens is you just earn more and then you spend more. And sometimes you even spend even more than you're earning more if that makes sense. So like, let's say that you're doing the right steps and now you just got a promotion and it feels like you're earning more. So now you can um, decide, okay, now I'm going to do these things I've been putting off. But when you're not paying attention, oftentimes you don't just spend your extra promotion money. Now you've spent even more and you find yourself in debt. So it's crucial that we touch on this step two of tracking and spending. This is essentially taking the mystery out of your money to Put down on paper, where's your money really going to? And it sounds so simple, but I can tell you so much of the time people just don't do it, often because they're afraid of what they're going to look at, what they're going to see. So they just don't want to look at all. But what I find is that this is why I provide templates in all of my courses, because once you can feel like, okay, I don't have to be good at math. I just have to fill in some numbers into the spreadsheet. Okay, I can do that. Let me see what the situation really shows. And I even give as another bonus my money-making tracking templates. And those are very helpful because they're actually set up to highlight your unconscious spending because that will often then take us to being able to pay attention to what our money leaks are and how those money leaks are taking us down. And so that's why in this tracking and spending skill, we touch on tracking, spending, and planning so that we can identify those money leaks and then plan accordingly for when things arise in our life. Are there some specific tracking apps that you like to help people track their spending? Um, Let's see, tracking apps. So generally, my people love YNAB, the You Need a Budget. Some like Mint. Some that have more robust companies like myself will use QuickBooks and I'll use a separate QuickBooks company for business and a separate one for personal. A couple others that people like nowadays too are um, uh, LearnVest and EveryDollar, which is Dave Ramsey's. I don't promote any personally, but I find that it's about understanding the interface that you like the best because it ends up being a little bit of a personal take on on what is visually appealing to you so and and convenient so that you follow through. That's really the most important thing in choosing an app. So the third part of the money map, the first being mindset and earning, the second being tracking and spending, the third part is credit and debt. So mm-hmm. what do people need to do to get better control of their credit and debt? So so then once once we track your money, once we can plan your money, then we can now free up some money to be able to pay off your debt. So we want to understand the basics of credit because to many people it just ends up being another mystery to them, like understanding what their credit report means, how to run their credit report. Even being able to look at a free credit report like creditkarma.com is easy to do. It's just C-R-E-D-I-T for credit and then K-A-R-M-A.com or freecreditreport.com. But like run it so that you can see what the facts are. 
a lot of people think that not knowing the facts somehow, like an ignorance is bliss kind of an idea. It somehow makes them feel better. But what I find more of the time is that it just keeps you in the panic. So let's understand the basics of credit and then literally create your freedom plan from debt. So I give you all of the um, steps that you need to be able to know the facts of your situation and then prioritize it so that you know what to pay off first. And then remember, we already did tracking and spending. So now you have the money to be able to accelerate your debt payoff which is often much of the issue. And then lastly, in that skill, we touch on what does your life without debt look like so that we create sustainable solutions versus these one-off fixes. I think so much of the time people think, oh, I'll just pay off this credit card or these credit cards, plural, with this home equity line or with this personal loan or I'll take a loan against my 401k. But none of that is actually fixing the problem. And so what I want to do is I want to see people create sustainable solutions for themselves by learning the skills. And that's what I teach in the Money Makers Academy and even in an upcoming program. It's interesting, our timing is perfect for this, is the Abundant Program. And that actually starts next week. That's Whereas the Academy is a larger group, almost like a DIY, step by step by step over 12 months, the Abundance says, for many people, you may not want to take 12 months to learn these skills. In six, excuse me, in 90 days, we're going to, um, I was going to say six training sessions, but let's say 90 days, we are going to pull off the Band-Aid, teach you these first two skills in detail, and create your debt payoff plan. So that literally, if you can just imagine, if you're in this financial mess, kind of like I was in, what a saving grace it can be to know that literally in 90 days, so by the end of the year, you could have created an entirely new financial future for yourself, grounded in a, a good money story, knowing where your money is, and really creating the income that you want to be creating. So if people want to find out more about that abundance program, where do they go? So they can go to ownyourmoney.com forward slash abundant. We just closed registration for the program, but we do have one or two more spots open before we start on Tuesday, um, next Tuesday. So um, I would say just jump on in. If, if in a smaller group and with direct support sounds like something you know you thrive with, jump on our wait list and then um, myself or someone on our team will give you a call. That was at ownyourmoney.com forward slash abundant. It's all so, online. The, the it's all online. Well, yes. the... The site is all online, but I will say that that Abundant program is actually live sessions with me, which is the only program I do all year, which has weekly live sessions with me where I teach you one week and then we do a live Q&A the next week. So it's very much about implementation. And I'd say a lot of people at my level, at our level, Jordan, don't really do live programs like this anymore. But this is the one time a year that I just really feel like it's my give back and my chance to create these big results for people. And then the fourth part of the money roadmap is saving and investing. So at this point, you've got your mindset and earnings set, mm -hmm. you're tracking your spending very well, you've got credit and debt under control. Now mm -hmm. you want to save and invest for the future. So what are some of the roadblocks you help people get over in saving and investing correctly? Sure. So now you're ready to go to saving and investing. So much of the time, people just jump right into that. And I think that that's where a lot of advisors are trying to jump right to, but people need this education. They need this like financial literacy understanding to be effective when it comes to saving and investing. So 
first we need to start to see, okay, how much money do I have to be saving? What's my net worth? So I give you, again, templates for that. So you have an easy-to-use net worth worksheet. And then I give you literally tips to create and keep more of your savings so that you don't just feel like you're earning more and then more is going out the door. Because when you're not putting in automated savings and when you're not consciously paying attention to your savings, then a lot of people, I find, buy into the illusion of time. They think, oh, I'll start that tomorrow. And what I can tell you is that today is yesterday's tomorrow. So, like, if yesterday you said, oh, I'll do that tomorrow, I'll do that someday, well, here we are. (laughs) So this is really, like, the kick in the pants to get the savings under control and to get some basic understanding of investing down so that you understand the ABCs of it and you don't have to feel like you spend your time just trying not to look stupid to your advisor, like really educating you so that you can ask great questions, you can find an advisor if that's right, you can find an online platform if that's what's right, you can even use your own one if you're in a, in a job and you have a 401k that's available to you or 403b. It's really understanding how to take action once you understand the um, environment that is saving and investing and insurance too. I think that insurance is another very misunderstood um, option for people. And so I really walk through all the different types of insurance and how to save on insurance. On the saving side, on the saving side, say you put money aside that you want to double your savings, but today... If you keep it in the bank and a CD or money market fund, you're pretty much going to earn zero. Mm-hmm. What kind of safe places do you recommend people put their savings so it's growing somewhat? Well, it's interesting because I generally have people take a look and get honest with themselves about how much money do I need in the shorter term versus the medium term versus the longer term. And I find that when it comes to longer term, people are often too safe because they think that they're going to need all their money when they turn 65. And that's generally not the reality because we need it to last until you die. And I think it was, um, I'm a subscriber to your podcast, Jordan. I listened to many of them. I think it was Rick um, Edelman maybe recently. You know, basically says like, we're going to live a lot longer than anybody's planning for. And so it's for for us to realize that in the longer term, we likely need to be riskier. In the medium term, we have to get that we shouldn't be putting money into the market generally until we can leave it there for five to seven years. And then even in the shorter term, we can use some online savings account options to at least earn 1% instead of the 0.02% that you're getting in your checking account. And then uh, as, as far as mutual funds and so on, are you a believer in index funds or actively managed funds or individual stocks? What, where, where should people be putting their money there? Yeah, I don't, I don't really weigh in as much on the investing side. I'm like everything that leads you up to having any money left to invest um, and to actually be in the process of investing itself, I will often help people to better use the advisors that they have, or I will say I get a lot of referrals from advisors because they'll come to me and say, I have these clients and I just don't understand how they're not putting more money in their accounts with me every year, right? So, so we're good um, sort of at supporting our clients, our mutual clients in that way. Um, so I don't really weigh in on it. I think generally okay. um, we can go a little bit on the um, sort of ETFs and index funds idea for a lot of people that don't have the significant dollars. And once you get to more dollars, I do like an advisor to at least be managing it enough to make sure that you're keeping up with an appropriate level of diversification. And then you do have a whole system on how to pick a financial advisor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and- 
Well, we're, we're coming up to a break, so we're going to come to that afterwards. Uh, so we're going to go to a break now. This is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is Belinda Rosenblum. Uh, she's a wealth expert, CPA, a chief money motivator of the universe, and her website is ownyourmoney.com backslash money answers, where you can find out about her books and her programs and her upcoming Abundance Online program as well. We'll be back after this. Stocks, bonds, investment opportunities, financial news, and talk. We can help. Call us now toll-free, 866-472-5790, 866-472-5790, Voice America Business Network. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Belinda Rosenblum. Uh, She is a wealth expert. Certified Public Accountant, uh, Chief Money Motivator of the Universe, and her website is ownyourmoney.com backslash moneyanswers, where you can find out about all the things we've been talking about here. Before we go into some other things, Belinda, just uh, briefly mm-hmm. on finding a financial advisor. A lot of people do not have financial advisors. Mm-hmm. What, what are the things I should look for to get somebody that's going to work with them well? Sure. So first, I want them to be doing a little bit of homework on their own. So to get clear on how much money do they really have to invest? What are their financial goals? Thinking about the level of risk they want to take if they're married, really talking with their partner or have a significant other partner and can sit down and have a conversation with them, too, in terms of what they're looking for in their advisor as well. I find much of the time that they aren't people don't sit down to think through some of those basic things and then it's very difficult to find a person that's aligned with what you need if you don't know what you need. So I want people to just spend a few minutes ahead of time to be able to get like what are they really looking for from this relationship and what do they really have to invest because you're looking for a different type of person for instance if all of your money is tied up in your 401k and maybe a little IRA from a previous job versus if you can self-direct all of it because you've left your previous job and you're a business owner now. So there's a lot of things to get clear on first and then they can go and find a financial advisor. I generally like finding somebody that, because it's key that you trust them and that you feel like totally comfortable being able to ask them questions. So I want to see you be able to, um, to get a referral if possible so that you feel like, okay, this person comes from somebody that I trust, and I feel like that goes a really long way. You've had some tremendous experts actually on your show for someone even to be thinking about that. 
um, but to get what are their needs and then how do they match their needs with that person. And I always want you to be able to um, have a conversation with them that's very clear. That's like, can you tell me about yourself? What do you specialize in? Who are your clients? Um, you know, how do you communicate? How often do you communicate? Like, I prefer to communicate quarterly with my advisor, for instance, so that we can stay in touch with what's going on in my life and things that might be affecting my portfolio in any way or my needs yeah. in any way. And so other advisors you'll never talk to, right? Yeah. You'll talk to them once a year. And so it's, it's crucial that you get clear on all of that. Then you can understand how are they compensated, Right, and so there's just so many different um, nuances. But first, I want you to get clear on your own homework. Then you need to go and ask them, uh, collect a series of questions that you like, and then um, that you want to know about, and then start to look for some referrals or trusted sources to go and get that done, and really understand how are they compensated, and without going into the whole thing, but really what's their fiduciary responsibility and all of that, because yeah. I think that okay. that's really important too that they are really looking out for you first and foremost. And so in in the Moneymakers Academy, you know, that 12-month program, we go step-by-step step so that you understand how to choose the advisor. But that's some of the highlights. <laughs> now, you did a book called Self-Worth to Net Worth, 12 mm. Keys to Creating Wealth Inside and Out. And a lot of it is kind of psychological about your feelings and harnessing your power of choice and standing in your truth and transforming mm-hmm. your self-talk. What, mm-hmm. what is without going into too much detail, what is the thing you learned from doing that particular book that might help some of the audience? Mm. Well, I wrote this book with a therapist, actually. So I feel like that's part of the initial understanding is that there is, um, that there is this emotional component. And I even wrote this book, actually, almost like a book and workbook combined. So for each chapter, it's 12, um, 12 steps, so to speak, in the 12 keys and then within each key at the end is a place for you to really work through what we just taught because I find that so much of the time we start reading and then we stop if we read it at all and we don't necessarily follow through on implementation and I'm all about implementation and so this is set up where you can look at the 12 keys you can pick up I encourage you to start at the beginning but I even have a little index on the side and you'll see Jordan when yours comes in the mail too, <laughs> that, um, that there's an index on the side. So you can literally flip open and you can be like, okay, let me flip it. Okay. You know what? I'm really having trouble setting boundaries. So let me go to the setting boundaries and let me look at how I set boundaries in my life and particularly how I set boundaries when it comes to money or don't set boundaries when it comes to money. So there's a lot in there about family and kids. Um, I can't tell you how many people I've helped get their kids off of their payroll because they don't have good boundaries, for instance, with their grown children around what they're going to pay for. And what it does is it's essentially taking away their chances of not working in retirement, but they're not connecting the two, right? They're just spending their current money because their child may may ask for it or maybe their child doesn't even ask, but they just feel this like obligation to give it to them. And so this is, it's called self-worth to net worth because it recognizes that there is such a self-worth component to your own ability to know yourself, accept yourself, and be empowered in who you are, then you can go and create, and this is where you close the skills gap right around money, then you can go and create the true net worth that you're seeking. 
And much of the time, people just don't, um, they don't make that correlation. So I chose to co-write this with a therapist so that we could dive deep into our childhood influences and this more psychological understanding and appreciation of money. People can find out more about that at selfworthbook.com, correct? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Absolutely. Yes. All right. Now, another thing you do is work with business owners. Mm -hmm. Um, So people's businesses and their personal finances are all very much confused and mixed up. What are some of the mistakes people make in starting a business that messes up their personal finances? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) How long do you have? Um, Okay. So let's see. So mistakes that business owners make that mess up their personal finances. So much of the time what happens, and I'll tell you, I even made this mistake right at the very beginning too, is that they they commingle it. So they don't separate out the business and the personal. So that's one of the key things that I teach is really understanding how do you set yourself up and organize properly from the beginning when it comes to setting your business up for success instead of kind of hoping that it's going to work out or setting up the shingle and and expecting to just handle everything through your one personal account. So what I want to some of the structures that that are good to help set up a business that's separate from your personal. Yeah, that's what I was just about to head into. Great question, Jordan. Um, I want to see you uh, separate your business and personal. So essentially what that means is I want you to have one clear business checking account. And then later on, we can hopefully have a business savings account too, but to have one clear business checking account. And if you don't have a separate employer identification number yet, then that's okay, an EIN number for short. Just set up a separate account even under your personal um, name, but I need everything to be transacted in a separate account so that it's very clear this is a business transaction. It's going through my business checking account. So that means money in and money going out. Then I also like people to have one, max two, clear credit cards that are to be used for business purposes and only paid using business funds. I want to be clear on that because if you have a business card, again, I don't want you then using your personal checking account to pay that business card because that just commingles it all over again. So I want you to have a very clear business bank account. You make deposits into the business bank account. You pay money out of business bank account for your spending, uh, your business expenses. So in the beginning, you may need to make capital infusions, like fund the business from your personal into your business. And then as you're making money, you can transfer some of the net income into your personal account. But I don't want them all being mixed up together because, and this happens a lot, particularly when, it sounds like a little bit of a stereotype, but I just see this happening so much, it's worth mentioning. So when the wife, for instance, maybe is a stay-at-home mom or she's doing a network marketing or some little side business, and she doesn't think to set herself up with a whole separate bank account. So the monies go into their main bank account. But then what happens is that when they she has expenses for the bank account, the income is no longer there because the income has been used by the household, so by her husband or by her, to pay household bills. Now, all of a sudden, she needs to buy things for the business, and then she starts to accumulate, quote, business debt. So she gets herself in credit card debt to pay for things for the business. And what I can tell you that does, oh, gosh, it breaks my heart. It, it has her feel like the business is not successful because it's generating debt. It's not necessarily generating debt if you take a step back, but what's happening is it's not generating enough income to be covering the expenses and 
be contributing as much to the household as they may want at the time. So and how so, can people who may not have a lot of capital get mm-hmm. started in the business they want to do without tapping their personal either credit lines or assets? Well, it doesn't have, I mean, so much of the time you can start a business without actually needing a lot of capital. It's a bit of a myth that people think, oh, I need to have $5,000 or $10,000 to get started. I can tell you that I actually even held off starting my business, this is 10 plus years ago, because I didn't have my website. And the reality was that no one was going to my website when I first started my business. So we just need to get out of that myth and just say, you know what, what's the bare bones that I need to do to start earning money and be very focused on on the fastest path to cash. And I'm very good at find, helping people find that fastest path to cash so that they can be earning money. And then once you're earning money, then we can start to do more of the heavier investment, like your website and stuff like that. In the short term, go low budget. Do a flyer, contact your friends, do some emails, and just start to earn money in whatever way you have, in whatever area you have the skills to go and make that happen. So it can literally be $500 or $1,000 that becomes the, quote, capital infusion. I'm not talking that it has to be $10,000, $50,000. We just need to start simply and honestly get started to go make that money. So, so since mindset is very important to you, what are some of the mindset uh, attributes that people should have to create a successful small business? They might have a passion for a particular idea, but mm-hmm. then to make it a successful business, what, what do they need to do to their mindset to make that work? Mm. Well, it's interesting because the mindset of a business owner has to actually have a lot more, um, a lot of fortitude to it. I will tell you that it was something that I totally underestimated when I left my corporate job is really what it takes to start a business. And my husband actually just joined the business a few months ago. And it was a little bit of shock, I think, when he first came into it. It was like, wow. Like now I get that literally every dollar that we make, we ask for, right? So for the business owners listening, they can think about it for themselves. Like really get that basically you have to ask for every dollar. And most people don't have a business plan or an idea of how they can really make money doing their business. So it's key that you get your head on straight in terms of what money do you have to survive in the short term so that you don't put too much pressure on your business to be earning money right away. It's one of the reasons why I think so many small businesses fail is that they go from, say, a $50,000, $100,000 job, they leave that, they start a business, and they expect in month three that they're going to be earning that same money. And it just doesn't necessarily happen. It takes a ramp to build the business. So first we need to get your personal money in order, and then we can build a solid business on top of that. So are you saying people should not leap from a corporate job into a small business right away? There should be some kind of a transition period? I like a bit of a transition or overlap period and at least some sort of a ramp so that they can consciously say, okay, I have this much money to live off of so that I can then create my new business. Very good. We're going to take a break. Uh, This is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is Belinda Rosenblum. Uh, She is a wealth expert, CPA, author of the book Self-Worth to Net Worth, Chief Money Motivator of the Universe, and her website, ownyourmoney.com backslash money answers. We'll be back after this. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. 
We hear it and read about it every day in the news. America is heading over a fiscal cliff. Home prices are still receding and unemployment growing. How can you preserve and increase your wealth in this kind of economy? Tune in to Turning Hard Times into Good Times with host Jay Taylor. Jay will explain the decline of our monetary system and the economy and will give you winning investment ideas and the tools to protect and increase your wealth. Turning Hard Times into Good Times with Jay Taylor can be heard Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour, Belinda Rosenblum, uh, who is a wealth expert, CPA. Uh, She's an author of a book called Self-Worth to Net Worth. Uh, Chief Money Motivator of the Universe, and her website is ownyourmoney.com backslash money answers for all the things we've been talking about. Welcome back to the show, Belinda. Thank you so much. It's great to be here, Jordan. So uh, you did a, a, a quiz. I think it's something they get at the website called the Money IQ Quiz. Mm-hmm. Can't go through the whole thing, but just give us an idea of what is in there and how, what can people learn from taking that quiz. Sure. So the Money IQ Quiz is a very simple process to start to identify for yourself what are some of the areas that you understand and know something about and what are the areas that you want to be working on. And so once you get your answers, then I actually break it down into um, sort of some major categories for you to look at. Am I a thriver, a survivor, or a denier? (laughs) So, you know, a thriver really understands, has a strong understanding of the basics of money. And our survivor, though, has some foundational knowledge, but they spend a lot of time surviving, and like, like as the title goes. But they're really missing some key knowledge to ever move from getting by to getting ahead. And so much of my clients end up being quite successful people in their lives. They're, they're talented, they're smart, they're fun, they have great families, but they just never got this money stuff handled. And so they spend a lot of time afraid or ashamed or just feeling like there's something wrong with them because they're just so overwhelmed by it. And so the survivor starts to just shine some light on that in a way, or the survivor typing, I guess, starts to shine some light so that you can get honest about it without necessarily feeling bad. You're like, oh, that's why I'm stuck as a survivor because I don't have the money understanding and the skill set to get myself up to a thriver. And then so it our, sounds like you personally went through from the denier to the thriver process, probably survivor in between. Is that right? So this is the path that you, you followed. You want other people to follow as well. Exactly, exactly. And the denier is literally doing that, right? They're denying that they don't understand this. And so they need to step up their own self-worth, step up their skills, and then actually um, not just get denied for credit cards, but you know, instead be approved. That's a real and, denier, yes. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, um, and be able to move forward in their lives. So mm-hmm. give me an example, maybe one or two clients who you took mm-hmm. and kind of tell me where they were at the beginning, what you did, and how they are doing now. Sure. So Shelly comes to mind. So Shelly had come to me and she was um, 
she heard me speak at a conference. I do a lot of conferences that need a speaker on money and a little motivation and empowerment in the process and just really want to empower their employees to or members to get a better handle. And so Shelly was sitting in the audience and knew that she had some of her own piles that were accumulating. And so she, after listening to me, said, you know, I'm going to go home and I'm going to attack those. And so then she started to... Um, pay attention and to clear through those. And then shortly thereafter, I started creating online programs. I had this big aha in my own life that the business that I had created was more, um, uh, wasn't very scalable. And a lot of times that happens with our business owners is that they realize that they're, it's too much of a time for dollar thing. So I started creating online programs and she started taking them. And over that time, now she wasn't just opening mail. We helped her to be able to pay off over $10,000 in debt. She was a mother of three teenage girls. And so we helped her to increase her retirement savings, to evaluate her expenses, to look at her numbers. She had conversations with her employer about uh, she got a raise and a promotion for a couple of thousand dollars. When her children needed to look at colleges, she could have a much more um, grown up and empowered conversation with them instead of feeling ashamed of the money that she didn't have to just pay for it, which was kind of where she was earlier. And then um, they needed a new computer, for instance. And so it wasn't just, oh, my gosh, I'm going to have to put myself into debt to go afford that. Again, it was a different conversation now once we changed her BS, her belief systems about it, so that she could... um, basically share the expense with them so that by the time they graduated high school, they paid half and she paid half for the two of them, their twins, to go to college at the same time and both have computers to do it. And so she changed her attitude about finances. She paid off the $10,000 in debt that literally she thought she'd be in debt for the rest of her life because she just couldn't see a way out. And then now we've literally changed the legacy for her moving forward. And funny enough, I just realized this when I picked Shelly, she's actually a coach on our team now because our programs involve accountability much of the time. So you have the option to choose weekly accountability because I find that that makes such a difference when you have the implementation support checking in on you every week. So now Shelly has gone from like her own mess to literally being a coach and inspiring over 25 people every week to own their own money and own their own life. How do you charge for the service? Is it done on an hourly basis or a project? How do people pay you for this transformation? So there's a, a wide range. There's a, Many of the people will take our Moneymakers Academy so they can get, if they want to check that out, that's at themoneymakersacademy.com. And you can get on our wait list for opening up enrollment in October for that. And that's like a nice DIY, like a do-it-yourself version. And that ranges from $49 up to $349 a month, $349 a month, depending if you just want the essentials, if you want to add on accountability, and if you want to add on business. Because I have, I'd say half of my audience is business owners. And so there are a lot of extra needs that our business owners have around money. So I'm well equipped to be able to train them in that. But then um, above and beyond, we have the Academy, we have Abundant, which starts next week. And so that's a more intensive version of the skills I'm teaching in the Moneymakers Academy because it's literally live with me every week. And then, again, that's a program. That's 90 days. And then um, there's always private coaching with me, and I only have about 10 clients max that will do that, and that's over six months. I don't, In my model, I don't believe in just one-off hours unless you're doing other work. 
because then it just ends up being like me giving you the answers and then you expecting yourself to go implement them all by yourself. And I just find that the implementation support is crucial to follow through and to make it happen. And that's really what I care about to see you get the results that you want. So as we close here, what difference is it going to make in people's lives if they work with you and -hmm. implement what we've talked about, the money roadmap, they've taken the money IQ quiz, Mm -hmm. they've rewritten their money story. What difference is it going to make in people's lives over doing what they're doing now? Mm. Oh my gosh, I just get so excited. I get goosebumps when I think about it because I literally we get success stories every week of people and their money wins to be able to live the life that they really want when it comes to their dreams and their goals. So many people just put their dreams off. And so when people work with Own Your Money and they work with me in these groups, it's about recognizing that there's so much that we can do to allow money to fund your fun now and in the future, but we need to have you start taking action. So I will absolutely be able to help you close that skills gap with the mindsets, with the skill sets, to feel confident and powerful with your money so that it can become the tool that it really can be to help you um, live the life that you want and really be as generous with your family, with your friends, with the charities that you want as you can be um, but we really need to put money on your team instead of feeling like it's the enemy <laughs> and on your mm-hmm. other on the other team. And so you can also help businesses become successful as well as part of the right. Oh, absolutely! I mean, I've helped businesses. I mean, I'd say with all my clients, we've we've helped them make or save over four million dollars. And one client alone, we've taken him from one hundred ninety thousand dollars a year to over two point three million dollars. So there is a lot of money to be made. There's no scarcity that exists in our world. That is totally in our heads. It is about us getting the learning and the mentorship and the community that we need to take action and talk about money in this more empowered way and live when we own our money and we own our life. What what is the community around you? How do the people interact not only through you but with each other? Mm. Um, all of these group programs have thriving communities. We have private or secret Facebook groups so that you can post your questions, your money wins, um, whatever you need answered on a regular basis there. And the community just chimes in, cheers you on, helps you figure out whatever your question is. So you never have to feel alone anymore when it comes to handling your money. And that support can make a big difference in the implementation, as you put it. Oh, it can be the make or break with implementation absolutely because it's usually in that in that follow through that people don't do the follow through they they take a couple of steps and then they get start and then they uh, get themselves hung up and so the distinction here is really uh, what can they do to move forward? And somebody actually just posted today, like, I've made huge strides emotionally and financially um, because of this group and the support um, that we're getting here. And she said, I'm a completely different person when it comes to money from when I started in this program. And that's only been, um, I think, not even a year. So it's, um, it's just amazing. Well, thanks so, so thank much. Thank you, my Jordan. Guest, my guest this hour has been Belinda Rosenblum. Uh, she's a wealth expert, motivator, uh, CPA, uh, the website to go to find out more about her is ownyourmoney.com backslash money answers for all the things we've been talking about. You've been a great guest. Thanks so much for being on the Money Answer Show, Belinda. Thanks so much, Jordan. Thanks again. We'll be back next week with another edition of the Money Answer Show. Goodbye for now.
Thank you for joining Jordan Goodman and the Money Answer Show. If you have a question for Jordan, please visit his website at www.moneyanswers.com. And be sure to tune in every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time right here on Voice America Business. See you next week.